This is Desert Island Cheese. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Desert Island Cheeses. Today we've got uh, the local YouTube celebrity from, uh, for fuck's sake, Jason here. Well, I mean, we just call it FFS Jason Game. FFS because, uh, Jason. Otherwise you get banned from YouTube. Is that well, right? uh, they stop sponsoring you now, if you swear. Oh. And oh, you okay. have sponsors. No. no. <laughs> we, we have like 26 subscribers and haven't put up a video in six that, months. That is six more than us. We have, we have 20 subscribers uh, as of today, okay. listening well, to Desert Island Cheese. So the question so. is, how do you make it big, Phil? What do we need to do to well, get to the next level? Um, I guess full frontal nudity doesn't hurt if you can find a way to do a fully frontal nude podcast. Audio full frontal nudity. Yeah, uh, I think that involves uh, a lot of <laughs> slapping things against surfaces well, Matt, just to demonstrate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, not, not uh, appropriate. No, if, if I knew how to make it big, I would not be commuting an hour and ten minutes each week to work every day. Mm. I'd be sat around in my pants playing computer games. Well, one day. <laughs> yeah, one day. Saturday. <laughs> we can all dream. Yeah. So we haven't done one of these podcasts for a while. Um, I think the last one was pre-Brexit, oh, wow. so now the cheese has gone up in price by 20%. It's been, uh, been very difficult to source some of the more exotic yeah. cheeses. Yeah. Right. They're stuck, at, stuck in customs. Yeah, I actually started that as a joke, but yeah, actually getting hold of one of the cheeses has been, been difficult. I've had to give up on that particular cheese. Thanks, Boris. Yeah. <laughs> Boris, the cheese wrecker Johnson. Should we move should on we to our first cheese? Let's uh, sure. crack on. Shall I do a, a poor Daniel style whipping away of the cover, or would you like it? I think one at a time is good. One Ooh. cheese at a time. Yeah. Okay. Oh, now I've got to pick what order I'm going to do them in. Yeah, I mean, that, that's an important part. You don't want to... Okay, right. So, cheese number one. Now, I'd like you to imagine something for me. Okay. So, you go out with a girl, and she brings you home to meet her mother. Yes. And the girl you're with, she's very, very attractive, but you get home and her mother... Even better, older, <laughs> more mature, tastier in every way. That girl that you're going out with, that's Parmesan. Her mother, Grand Padano. Ah, Excellent. Okay, strong case there. Should we try some? Yeah. Uh, where did I have the knife? Oh, that's the next it's question. Not it's not uh, underneath our cheesecloth. Yeah, I've also... Yeah, there we go. Delving under the cheesecloth. Got a knife. Right, so it gets... Yeah. Uh, let's do it that way. Get cheese all over your nice, clean... <sighs> There we go. Thank you very much. Have a have a nugget of Grand Padano. Would you like some? Uh... Mm. Mm. Yes, biscuits. Much more civilized than just cramming it. Mm. It's nice. So I think I had on uh, my my selections of cheeses. Mm. I included um, Parmesan. But you I, think this is better? I have nothing against Parmesan. Parmesan is a perfectly serviceable cheese. But given the choice, if I was to be stranded on a desert island with a cheese, and I was given the choice between Parmesan and Grand Padano, mm. Grand Padano every day. Mm. And is it a cheese that you would say you would eat on its own? Because this was a, this was a debate we had mm. when Parmesan first came out. Was when Parmesan first came out? What? When it first came out, seventeenth <laughs> century Italy. <laughs> we were back there, me and Max. Yeah, <laughs> yeah strange ageless quality you have. Um, so in, I wouldn't buy it as like, oh, I'm, I fancy some cheese. I'm going to get some Gran Padano. But if I would buy some to cook with, and then it's just you know sat in the fridge taunting me, then yeah, yes, I'd eat it on its own. Yeah, I think it is easier to eat on its own than uh, Parmesan. Mm. It is um, less, slightly less salty, maybe a bit, bit softer. I know for a fact that dogs love it. I, in point of fact, I have a scar on my finger <laughs> where the dog took the block of Grand Padano. I went, no, my Grand Padano. <laughs> and the dog disagreed in a really vicious way. 
But you won. Okay. Oh yeah, I won. You were there. Yeah. So Phil, what is your first memory of eating cheese? Mm. When's the first time you can... So, one of the difficulties of having a food-based podcast is that people ask you questions when you've got a mouthful of cheese. Mm. Mm. It's part of the fun. Part of the fun is hearing people's chewing motions. Mm-hmm. You. We had some complaints about that after the first episode, but we left them in. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's important. Very important. Yeah. My first memory of cheese is actually concerning a cheese that I very nearly brought in for that specific reason, which is a red Leicester. Okay. Ah. So I remember being sat around the table with my mum and dad and looking for the cheese on the table. I would have been maybe seven or eight. And instead of the old, familiar, slightly nuclear orange glow of the red Leicester, there was a block of pale, unfamiliar cheddar. And I remember ah. asking my parents, what's <laughs> happened to the regular <laughs> cheese? And they looked at me and said, well, we just thought you were old enough to try some more mature cheeses now. <laughs> 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 that does sound like a formative moment. Excellent. Yeah. It stuck with me. It's, yeah. um, it's going to be the theme of my next tattoo. Ah, that's good. I think there are enough cheese-based tattoos in life. Mm. I wonder ask about the previous tattoos. Are there actually previous tattoos? Yeah, yeah, I have, I have previous tattoos. I have um, uh, two dragons of various sorts on my back. Oh. So no, no cheese-based tattoos, but... Um, but potential. potential. Yeah. Potential. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dragons could be eating cheese. That would actually be quite cool. Mm-hmm. I'll speak to my tattooist later. Probably not when they've been asked before. Although, easy, because it is just a block. Yeah. Can you just yellow, <laughs> yellow square next to the dragon? I'm not first. It's symbolic, really. Yeah. It's an impressionist tattoo. Should we move on to our next cheese? Yes. Uh, right. Let's go with this cheeky fella. Ah, so you can't see that on the uh, on the podcast, but uh, this is a nice, happy-looking wedge of Edam with the familiar red wax. Um, it's um, it's a very strange sort of process for making Edam because they start with a big wax ball, <laughs> <laughs> which they make a hole into, and they pipe the ingredients of the cheese into it. So, true? so in a way. Edam is made backwards. Oh wow! <laughs> there we go. Oh, come on. Ah, you had me. You had me. <laughs> Although already, this has more true facts in it than our last uh, podcast, yes. which was Boom. incredibly incorrect. Again, you can't see the the massive air quotes that were uh, <laughs> put around the word "true" in that one. Uh, but I, I picked this one again because it has a slight historical thing for me, which is okay. um, this really strong memory of my one of my, in fact, my best friend from when I was in high school. Uh, of walking around the village that we lived in, getting hungry, and going for lunch into the local cope and walking out with a baguette and a wedge of Edam, and just sort of walking down the high street, <laughs> bite of the baguette, bite of the Edam. And uh, then, yeah, quite a long time in the toilet after that. Yeah. No, I can imagine. Obviously, they come in tiny little versions as well. Which they is do. Also good. Baby Bell. Baby, Baby Bell. Bells. I used to eat them with the wax on when I was two, apparently, the first time I ate them. <laughs> that doesn't oh, yeah, sound you, good it wasn't, it wasn't, probably. You do need a way to get those essential waxes into your diet. <laughs> <laughs> we had an excellent game at my school when we were younger. People used, people used to bring in the baby bells, obviously, to school. So what we did was we, uh, we took the wax off, rolled it up into little warm balls, and then threw it up so it stuck on the ceiling. It was fun. <laughs> and then occasionally you're just sitting there and a ball of wax falls down and lands on your plate. Just a wonderful excellent. way to learn about gravity, I <laughs> Should we, uh, the feet up? 
Should we indulge in a, in a, yeah. a wedge of... Would you like another, another I would love cake? another oat cake. Let's. Oat cakes rather than crackers, that's... Um, it's controversial, I know. No, 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 it's we not. Ha we had this discussion last, last episode. Yeah, I do remember Dave was that. very much a cracker I, th person, I think oat cakes can form a good uh, member of a biscuit family served with cheeses. Mm. What I really like, and I wish they did, just like if you've got a biscuit selection for cheese, is just the Hovis digestive. Mm. Yeah, they're amazing. Why don't you? Why can't you? Because they taste better than a regular digestive, digestive don't yes. they? Yes. Yeah. They're basically a digestive. I don't know if there's any difference. But only at Christmas, and there's only ever three of them. Yeah. Before. I think the fact they say mm. Hovis on them affects the taste quite a lot. Perhaps. Mm. Mm. So obviously, cheese forms an very important part of your life, Phil. Yeah. We've already had two formative stories about cheese in your life. But we want to know how important it is to you. So the question is, would you rather <laughs> Trump wins the US elections or you never get to eat cheese again? Oh, man. Um, is We're assuming you don't want him to win. <laughs> is death an option? Ooh. I don't know. I'm going to have to give you lots of radio silence. Ugh. That is a genuinely tough question. Oh, that, no. can, that can be one of those things of like, um, would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses? No. Yeah, a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck. Um, horse -sized duck. Obviously, they're yeah. duck-sized horses. Yeah, because you can kick them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. But there's lots of them. They, they quickly overcome you. I have quite big feet. Mm -hmm. Yes. Get We're also assuming get ducks can... Horses can like hunt in packs, which I don't think they do naturally. No, <laughs> they're not famed for being pack animals. They don't run their prey no, to exhaustion. I mean, I mean, they I mean are, they're, they're, they're those duck-sized wolves. Yeah, that would be different. They different. do go around in herds. This is true, but they, they don't hunt. They don't hunt. Their, their prey tends to stay they very hunt Anyway, Phil, you've managed yeah. to avoid the question. <laughs> so close. Um, I would honestly rather Donald Trump win than never have another piece of cheese wow. ever again. Yeah, we have it. Uh, well, we have a fight Republican on Yeah. Which is going to be, would you take cheese away from everybody or let Donald Trump win? Assuming you would, you know, take one for so the team. <laughs> would I but, rather but you haven't. take cheese away from everybody <laughs> or, or Donald Trump win? But you've already answered it for yourself, oh, okay, so yeah. that, you know, yeah, it's not necessary. I don't know, taking away from everybody. Uh, oh, everybody except you. That's, that's a good question, me. yeah. Ooh. It's a selfish, selfish act, but for a greater good, perhaps. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, I, I don't want to... Uh, necessarily draw the false equivalence between being the man that took cheese away from everybody and being Hitler <laughs> but I think it could be made um, and I think to preserve viewership maybe we should back away from that point of conversation before I say anything even more controversial <laughs> yep <laughs> Cheese. Yeah, cheese number three. I'm still consuming. Oh, sorry. The second cheese. Sorry. One second. Apologies. Plenty of, plenty of time. Don't rush yourself. Don't rush yourself. We can even hate to ask cheese. more questions while you've got cheese in your mouth. Oh. Uh, right. Let's go with. Uh, let's fold that back. Bill now is pulling out the uh, cheeses from under a top so we can't see where they are. See, now this is. This I is almost, something I've learned from. Yeah. I almost brought cheddar, but I thought we've had cheddar on before. Let's bring something a little newer. This um, is. Good. This is I don't know if it's a northern thing or if it's Yorkshire. a Yorkshire thing. Mm. So I don't sound it, but I am a Yorkshireman. Uh, you can tell it because I say the word bath correctly. <laughs> uh, I've just never been in one. So um, the Yorkshire thing is 
eating cheese with fruitcake. Yes. Which, for the people that have never had it, they go, well, clearly you're some sort of escaped mental patient. Um, uh, but it's honestly delicious. Um, so no, so my girlfriend's dad does this and it's great. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, also, yes, yeah. oh, also another another controversial, possibly th- possibly Yorkshire thing, possibly just a my family thing is uh, cheese and apple. Oh, no, no if you get on like a like a family yeah, like lunch, lunch or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Less so, controversial than the fruitcake, I think. Yeah. So we have some nice crumbly crumbly Yorkshire Wednesday day. Does and smell excellent, I have to and say. And some uh, some fruit. So pick up your own fruitcake and uh, yeah, enjoy. So this one doesn't need note cake. Yeah. I thought ahead. So is this what you go for when you're feeling homesick, Ben Phil? Brings you back to Yorkshire? Uh, yeah. Mm. Good fruitcake, too. Mm. Waitrose fruitcake. Oh, very nice. Mm. Making a mess of your carpet, though. Mm. No, it's already a state. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this, this is the first time I've had a cheese and fruitcake, and I'm surprised. It works really well. Mm. It's kind of... You get a nice mix of textures. Mm. You get a nice sort of clean cheesy taste, and then stodgy fruitcake taste. It's mm. a nice contrast. Mm. But I think it only works because of the mild Wednesdale. You wouldn't want it with. If I if I wasn't gonna if I was gonna bring in a cheddar, I would have brought in a nice strong cheddar because I actually think that's even better. Oh, with with cake still. Mm. Okay. And yeah, with cake. <clears throat> so, you've never had this before, Dave? No, I've you, not. You you a convert? I am, I am, yeah, I'm a convert. Mm. I'm gonna, it feels like it'll go down well at Christmas. Cheese, cake, both Christmas things. That is traditionally when I've had it. Yeah. yeah. Um, gonna introduce it to my family, see how they react. Good. In this way, we're all back Desert Island Cheese. Yeah. I, I can. <laughs> Expect the cr- post-Christmas Desert Island Cheese bulletin. <laughs> it was just it. The cheese felt like it needed port, and then yeah, the situation yeah, no, felt like it needed tea. So, yeah, it's no, yeah. it's a difficult line to walk. <laughs> cool. So, these are kind of our stock questions now that we, you know, asking everyone because you know, desert island cheese. Yeah, I'm stuck on an island with some cheese and an island. It's probably a palm tree or something. Okay, good. How do you see the situation playing out with you and the cheese? You've got unlimited cheese. Unlimited cheese. I think. Um, are you, are you familiar with the concept of eating yourself into an early grave? Because I think I, mean, I, I think I could be tempted by some. Do of you think that. that's what would happen? Well, I mean, if if I'm going to be on my own, I'm I'm a people person. I need people to feel mm-hmm. sane. Um, presumably, the options are sit around and eat cheese, or drown myself, or possibly I don't know, fill my lungs with sand. But that's a little horrific. Um, so take advantage of the cheese, let that cholesterol just build up, and um, yeah, have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> That's a well thought through argument now. On the ways to go. Yeah. It probably t- still takes about ten years or something though. It'd be a good imagine. ten years. It would be a good ten, ten years. years. Yeah. You probably get to the point where you can. I think if all you were eating was cheese, it might be a bit quicker than that. Yeah. Um, I suspect there may be some constipation issues if you're eating <laughs> cheese. <laughs> Oat cakes as well. Can you die of that? You can probably die of that, can't you? Oh, you can definitely die of that. Mm. Let's not get into it now. No, yeah. Because the details are great. <laughs> Yeah, Google disimpacting. No, don't. Don't Google disimpacting. Uh, on 
to the next cheese then. Cheese, cheese. Okay. Um, um, on now. This, this is going to be our. Or this is going to be the final, fifth no, and final cheese. No, it's the this is fourth. fourth. Can't count, Max. Can't count. I yeah. was looking at the Wensleydale there and looking at that Wensleydale. Ah, okay, no. Counting it twice. Different parts of the same thing. So, <laughs> um, you might think of this as a comedy option, but I genuinely believe it is a fantastic way to eat cheese. Ah, oh, oh, there we not, go. He's not. This is nostalgia land. Yes. Oh, you say nostalgia. Caroline and I have this on a fairly regular basis. Um, say cheese strings. Yeah. People assume that this is some sort of horrid Jake. plastic <laughs> fake cheese. It's not. It's it's proper cheddar. It's just been processed so that it's stringy. Did you know? This is what my cheese wrapper is telling me. The human body produces about a litre of mucus every single day. <laughs> On an average day? On an average day, wow. yeah. Okay, um, there we go. Mine says, did you know you are never more than three feet away from a spider? That's creepy. The, the last part was still the rapper, not just me commenting <laughs> on spiders. Mine says, did you know worms taste like fried bacon? Yummy. And Again, the yummy on the wrapper. That, that can't be right, because people would be eating worms like the dickens. Do you think they come smoked? Pre-smoked? <laughs> Can you smoke a worm? No, they're probably too damp to set on fire. Mm. So I pulled mine apart and I haven't eaten any yet. Yeah. No, I'm, enjoying, I'm enjoying turning it into the cheese string man. Cheese string palm. A bit much. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just ripping mine to pieces. Savage. What was the cheese string jingle? Do you remember? Oh. No, I know there was a jingle. Mm. Uh, maybe you can segue that into the episode here. But, um, no, I can't remember the jingles. You haven't got it? No. I used to be really jealous of people who had these in their lunchboxes at the school. Oh, they're, they're, they're not expensive. They're we played. Cheap. Mm. We traded stuff at our lunch at the school's uh, things. So, you know, you can trade packets for crisps for cheese strings or... I mean, that'd be an awful trade, but... Yeah, but what's, what's the street value of a cheese string in your average secondary school? Mm. I don't know. I mean, it's been a long time since I was in that kind of, you know... Yeah. I think um, two cheese drinks to a Dunkable. I mean, Dunkable is not higher. Dunkable? Yeah, Dunkables have a much higher carbohydrate content, so they're more valuable, I think. Mm. I think the base unit trade was the uh, the baby bell. Okay. And then you probably worked out how much everything was worth in that. Mm. So how many baby bells is a cheese string worth? I'd say about one. That'd be my opinion. Or do you think more? I don't know. Because cheese strings are an awful lot more fun than baby belt. I mean, okay, you true. sort of you sort of get a free toy in the in the wax. Yeah. Stick it in the You can't underestimate the joy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, continue the research. <laughs> yeah. Go and t- ask a. Uh, I'll a, tell you, fruit was worth nothing. <laughs> don't eat fruit, everyone. Empty vitamins. <laughs> Five a day. Five a day. Five is a number plucked out of the air. In Japan, it's nine a day. I think America's seven, but pizza counts pizza as a vegetable. Yeah. That's cheating. Yeah. Mm. Japan have nine vegetables a day. I think it's Japan that have nine. But the, the five thing is just like, uh, that seems sensible. That's yeah. a number that we might be able to persuade people to eat. Yeah, and apparently it's worked. People are eating more fruit. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, because they put a number to it? Yeah. Just slowly ramp up the number until... Yeah. Until everyone's eating four billion bits of fruit <laughs> today. This is all some big social experiment trying to see how much fruit we can conceivably get. How gullible are you? Yeah. Sponsored by Del Monte. I think we have time now for a new segment in the show. That is going to be called... 
I'd like to point out that Max looks um, very surprised to have the no, new no, segment no. announced. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I just can't remember what we were calling it. I think we're going to call that. Everything you want to know about cheese in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Cambazola today. It's a good cheese. So, Cambazola is a cheese made from cow's milk. It's got 40% fat. It's blended. It's a blended mix of uh, the soft, ripe, creamy cheese of France, otherwise known as Camembert, and the Gorgonzola of Italy. A rich, soft, blue cheese. Uh, anyway, so uh, I like to think the Cambazola is just made by uh, taking a big vat of Gorgonzola and smashing it into Camembert, but apparently not. Apparently, you add blue penicillin. Roquefort mould, and uh, yeah, add that to some cheese and something out of what happens. Um, the first time I heard about Gorgonzola was at my uh, girlfriend's house when her dad went on a 15 minute rant about how Waitrose didn't stock any Cambazola. He was very angry about this. Unfortunately, I didn't try Cambazola there because Waitrose didn't stock any, so I had to wait until Christmas the next year at my girlfriend's house where they had lots and lots and lots of Cambazola. Apparently, Cambazola is very popular at Christmas. Apparently it's also uh, popular in some continental countries at breakfast, which is weird, because blue cheese at breakfast, that's just <laughs> weird. Also, apparently it's very popular with fruit, uh, bread, wine, and all the other things that all cheeses are popular with. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah, it was good. You said, you said um, gorgonzola at some point, but I, that's okay. I know, and I, and I screwed up the blue <coughs> a bit. But other than that, you, you, yeah, you, no, you said your ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriends? Did I say ex-girlfriend? Did you mean ex-girlfriend? Did I say ex-girlfriend? We can go, imagine that. That needs to be edited out. Shall we move on to the last one? Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm just... No, we are. Go for it. Um, your, your little segment about Cambazola. Very... Oh, this is going to be... It's, it's not quite as good oh, as you're right. hoping it's going to be. Um, but it is Camembert. Oh, so it's... halfway there. Nice. Stick that in a um, high-energy particle accelerator. Fire that at some Gorgonzola and you've got some Cambazola. So yes, Camembert. Excellent. Uh, Thick-skinned creamy cheese. Oh. Which is how I describe my pickup line style. <laughs> Good stuff. It's obviously uh, very nice, very nice baked in an oven. Yes. It's a French cheese, the first French cheese we've actually had on this show, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, really? Uh, we've, yeah. we've previously been quite anti-French cheese. Just, just not, not <laughs> just for any a little reason. Bit. Just did you, did you vote for Brexit? Or... <laughs> I didn't. No, we, we've had we've had Italian cheeses. We've had. Uh, oh yeah, but we, we all know the French are the real enemy. Come on, that's, that's the reason people <laughs> vote really. <laughs> too yeah. close to France. So these are going to be some big, big wedges of Camembert. Oh, actually, that's good. Yeah. I think that will need an okay coat. Yeah. So. How do you best, best like to eat your uh, camembert? Uh, I am a big fan of, of baked camembert. Mm. Excellent. Mm. Good choice. Yeah. One of the best starters. Uh, also, deep fried breaded camembert. Oh. Yeah, also good. Just, you know, anything to make camembert less healthy than it already is. So how close to brie is camembert, really? Is it, what is the difference? Because it does mm. taste a lot... Particularly the the less strong camemberts. I assume it's a similar recipe from a different part of France, but mm. possibly it can be the focus of uh, if you're next or you want to learn about true. Cheese, that is true. If I had to spec for it, I'd say um, I think it's just more creamy. Mm. It's uh, yeah, perhaps it's just more creamy. This is, I think, um, a particularly creamy variety oh. of camembert. Oh wow! 
You can definitely taste them. Mm. So, are there any particular favourites from within your cheese choices then, or do you love them all equally? Um, probably Grand Padano. It's a cheese I've only come across fairly recently. Yeah. And so, it is more exotic. You're in the uh, early stages of your romance with her. Yeah, yeah. We're, um, we're a little bit of sort of light under the jumper action, but we're not, <laughs> we're not all the way into, into sweet, sweet, cheesy love yet. Um, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm enjoying that gentle flirtation with Grand Padano. Um, but then, you know, cheese string, very much a fun cheese to eat. Um, and I guess that relationship's been going on for 20-odd years yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cheese string, my little bit on the side. <laughs> See, I'm old enough to remember when cheese string first appeared on the market. I think I am too. Huh. Yeah. That and Sunny Delight. Yeah. So, yeah, around about the same time. Hmm. Curious. Maybe Sunny Delight's slightly bits that are left over after you've had cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, after you've made cheese string, they just wash it out with rat poison. <laughs> Sunny Delights. But that was quite nice. I like Sunny Delight. My parents would not let me drink Sunny Delight. Because mm. it was like fifty percent sugar, wasn't it? Well, yeah. That and my my dad used to be a well, he used to work selling food and drink in various industries, and had heard somewhere that they apparently, <laughs> when they're done making Sunny D for the day, they wash out the pipes with diluted rat poison. Oh, that's actually wow. That's a true. In- True Don't facts. sue us, True please. Yeah. Um, We're going to get a load. Sunny Delight still a thing? Do people still make Sunny Delight? Yeah, you can still buy it. Is it? Yeah. I thought they oh, were going to I'm going to celebrate by... Not, not drinking some. No, by having some Sunny Delight and sticking it to my dad. Take <laughs> <laughs> that. I'm 30 now, I'll drink all the Sunny D I want. And then maybe I'll go and do some kickflips on a skateboard. Because <laughs> there was always that rumour that it turned people orange. Hmm? There was that rumour that it turned people orange. Yeah, you have to say we've carrots as well. But that's a lot of carrots to turn yourself orange. What famous person would you have at your next cheese party? Dead or alive, doesn't matter. Okay. Throughout history. And why? Um, I'm going to go with... Ooh. I'm torn. Uh, I think probably Robin Williams. Yeah, uh, always like Robin Williams comedy. Uh, Aladdin is my favourite film by far. I can more or less recite it verbatim and would love to just spend a cheese party recreating Aladdin with Robin Williams. <laughs> that would be... Do you think that would piss him off? <laughs> Probably not. He was a nice guy, right? Well, he, he had some serious problems. Uh, so, who knows? Maybe he would have been in a good mood. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's we, why we assume you get him in a good mood at your cheese party. Oh, okay, yeah. then yeah. He wants to be. He's got cheese. Why wouldn't he be in a good mood? This is true. Yeah, Precisely. and of course, if he asked me to stop, I'd stop. And yeah. Then any Very any nice. opportunity I had, like if he said something, <laughs> just like make a little Aladdin reference and dig at it, <laughs> that would be fun. And you got all the facts there re- correct. Because last last week, my my person, I said it was someone who'd been to the moon. He hadn't been to the moon. Ah. <laughs> it was very been into space day. He had been into space. That's nearly the moon. You're mostly away there once you're in space. I don't know why I chose him to be honest. I was put on the spot. Uh, As for you, but yeah, I was. Job about, yeah. So. There we go. That was sort of the point of the question. Mm. So, which luxury item would you take to your cheese island? Um, cheese I, island. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably take uh, a, some sort of games console. Uh, I actually think either the DS or the 3DS. 
nice and portable, not a huge power drain, quite a big library of quite good games. So, a 3DS, because you can play DS games on a 3DS. I would take a 3DS. So you'd sit there, not being able to move because you've eaten too much cheese. Yeah. Heart pains. Heart pains. Tiny little DS in front of your face. Yeah, yeah and I would be living like the average American. And probably yes. die, die happy. So, Yay. or something close to happy. <laughs> not happy at least soon yeah. uh, well thank you very much Phil I feel, I feel like we've got a real insight into your life through these cheeses yeah, being good uh, yeah, it's pretty deep yeah, pretty deep. yeah some good stories uh, behind them good yeah I've bared more of my soul than I really expected to at a, at a cheese <laughs> podcast <laughs> gotta go and mend some fences when this comes out um I'd like to clarify, I don't think that um, stopping everyone else in the world from having cheese is as bad as some of the things that Hitler did. Good. Maybe some of the things Mussolini did, but not Hitler. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a given that no one takes anything you say seriously in this. That has been my experience today. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you very much, and I think that, that concludes Desert Island Cheeses. Thank you for thank being you for listening. Guest. And thank you for listening, listeners. All 20 of you. There might be more than that. Maybe, but probably not. Kids. Should we stop? Yes. <laughs>